Welcome to Essential Conversations. I'm your host, Rebecca Mears, with my co-host, Luca Halex. And this week, joining us in the studio is somebody we've been trying to reel in for a very long time. We're so yes. thrilled to have her here with us. It is Camelia Rumball. She is a yoga nidra facilitator, a yoga teacher. She is a Reiki master, and she's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> And we like having friends in the studio. Yeah. We also like meeting new people, but it's really nice to have old old friends in the studio yeah. as well. Not old people because you're not an old people, but but you are you are a, a person we have known. Well, I have known for a long time because yeah. we did our counseling training mm-hmm. together way back. Way back. I don't need to say how far back. <laughs> it was a way back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, and I've just been doing your Yoga Nidra online. Uh, it's not course because. You're not, I mean, you're teaching us something about it, yeah. but by doing it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been, um, well, I'll let you explain what it is because <laughs> there you go. I'm, I'm really enjoying it and I've just signed <laughs> up for the next go round. Um, but, it, but that's still open for people to join oh, if yes. they feel yeah. so moved and we will give all that information towards the end of the show. But um, why don't you tell us a little bit about maybe not just what Yoga Nidra is, but how you got into it because there's always a backstory. Do you know what? To be honest with you, I can't remember the backstory. <laughs> so it's it's so integrated into your life that you don't even remember how it showed up. I don't remember. I know it was maybe five years ago. Oh, so it's not quite as long as I thought no, it was. No, and it was um, an experiment, oh. as is most as are most things that I do. <laughs> well, yeah, right, because you're a, an edge dweller and you keep trying new things. I think that's probably why I, dis- I was looking, not looking, it found me. I didn't find it. Yeah. And I discovered it. And that way. Yeah, I just started reading about it. And I'm like going, this, you know, the story that really caught my attention was um, a Swami had started doing it, I believe, in an ashram in India. And he was wanting to learn a language. And he discovered that by doing the Yoga Nidra, he and he would be in this place where he'd hear different languages. He would pick up the language hmm. by going into the state, ah. and it would just it so would it's like be an there. Alpha state, right? It's a total alpha state, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's what got me trying it out just recently through you. Um, was read? I I think you made a post about it about how it um, has an impact on the body that is. Uh, more dramatic than the equal amount of sleep would be. And I thought, oh, maybe I need to (laughs) experiment with Mm -hmm. that around like my afternoon when I feel like I need a nap. So Mm -hmm. there's been quite a number of times when I had less time available than I would normally think, you know, oh, I've got time to take a nap. But my brain was just done. It was mm-hmm. fried and it needed a break. The body was being sluggish. And so I would put on an audio, like a YouTube Yoga Nidra, and, and was really impressed that even with a 10-minute one, yeah. oh, I, sometimes it would do half an hour, sometimes an hour, depending on how much time I'd have. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, it gave a real boost. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that came to me through you. Thank you, Camelia. No, 
absolute pleasure. <laughs> the more, the merrier. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it about it that, what have you learned through your experiences, through your research, through any other means? Like, what is it that, that is, so makes it so powerful? I think the first thing is there is, each piece is done for a specific reason. So nothing is arbitrary. And it takes and it's, you. It's, an, it's a fairly old. Is it? Oh, it's thou- yes, it's thousands. Old it's practice, old practice, right? Old, and it's old part practice. of. I mean, yeah. there's many, many parts to yoga, right? Yes. It, some of them are active and mm-hmm. and dynamic, and you know, build breathing and power, and that. And some of them are quite passive, receptive, but they're not passive. They they just seem that way, right? So this is one of the ones that would seem that Absolutely. way because you're because we haven't explained to anybody who doesn't know about this. Um, you you lie down. You're in Shavasana. You're in Shavasana. And, and for anybody who's not familiar with yoga, Shavasana is what you do at the end of your practice to integrate all the wonderful benefits of what you've just done in your practice, right? So it lets it um, all settle into your body. Right. Um, and so Yoga Nidra is like a guided Shavasana. Mm-hmm. It's exactly way, what right? it is. So that's so that's what you're talking about mm-hmm. in terms of you know then then and now you're saying there's no arbitrary pieces to it. So so I'll let you pick up where you left off. Mm. But just in case anybody isn't a, a yogi and doesn't and isn't familiar with the terms or or how the process right. unfolds. Yeah. So the the wonderful thing about yoga nidra is I love to say this: you can't do it wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't. It's absolutely impossible, and anybody can do it. Yeah. So and it's okay if you fall asleep. I insist you fall asleep because mm-hmm. to fight falling asleep is it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. Mm-hmm. It's going to take you to a different state, right? I, I still, ninety-five percent of the time, I fall asleep, mm-hmm. and I've been doing it for five years. Mm-hmm. Yes, and on those mm-hmm. occasions when I go through the whole thing and stay completely aware, it's it's pretty amazing. It's even more powerful, it's isn't it? It's absolutely amazing. And I, I'm the same with you, Rebecca. I, um, The sleep, I use yoga nidra in the afternoon. I don't sleep well anymore. And so this gives me a little bit more uh, rest. So typically mm-hmm. the suggestion is that one hour of nidra is three hours of right. uh, rest or sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the actual mm, process of yoga nidra mm-hmm. is basically around the elements of breath, and then there's body awareness, mm-hmm. sensation, sometimes hot, cold, heavy light, mm-hmm. opposite feelings, and then there's the imagination and visualization. That's probably my favorite piece to do. And then there's the one I allow bring people up. And then the, the other piece that's really integral is creating what's called a sankalpa, which is an intention or Yes, an intention or affirmation. That's the Sanskrit. And in Sanskrit, sankalpa means a vow or a promise that you make for your highest and greatest good. Yeah. And so the sankalpa, there's a primary sankalpa and then there's a secondary. Typically, I work the secondary sankalpas. And it's such a lovely thing to create this collection of words that you not only use in the practice, but you take away and you whisper them to yourself and you use them for some time you don't just suggestive exactly you don't like sometimes what we tend to do i think as humans is we'll pick something up and then we'll put it down okay i'm done with it well the sun will tell you when it's done with you yeah because it keeps coming back (laughs) it keeps keeps trotting across your brain like like bird tracks across a beach yeah exactly so it becomes really a mantra 
Yes. Mm. And the, um, you know what the other amazing thing about Yoga Nidra is? I have never, ever had anybody not come out of it. So I know they're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. So and people say that, right? Well, what, what happens if I don't come out? Yeah. But it's not, they're not going to fall all down a black no. hole and get lost forever. They never don't come out. No. They always hear me. They always come out. And a little bit of a misnomer, you're never drowsy when you come out of Yoga Nidra. I noticed that. You might feel a wee bit spacey. A wee but bit, even I would you know? even call it spacious. So, and spacious, absolutely. That, that I have to kind yeah. of get used to because I don't always feel spacious. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's a there's a little bit more room between my cells. Mm. Right. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> what a wonderful visualization. Yeah. A little more room between, more between my cells. Yeah, well, you feel, so. it makes you feel like you've got a little more room to be in the world. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That I don't feel so squished. No. And and I think too part part of it too is there's just there's a sense of being connected mm-hmm. and aware. Like the the big piece for me is the awareness. Huge. There's something f- like I've I've done yoga nidra with a few different people. The first one that I was ever exposed to was a recording mm-hmm. um, by somebody in a yogi community in e- the eastern U.S. And somebody I knew had a recording of it on their phone, and they gave me their phone and their earbuds, and they, and I was stressed out at the time, and I listened to it, and it felt great. But but it, hers was not a voice that really resonated well with me. And there's nothing. There was nothing wrong with her voice. It just didn't didn't speak to me. Yours speaks to me. Mm-hmm. But um, people can go into you know esoteric bookstores, and they have there's there are rec- all kinds of yoga nidra on on the internet mm-hmm. and in stores, and you can buy recordings, and you can choose the one that really appeals to you the most. What you're doing right now is doing them live. So you're using Facebook Live yeah. so that we're all – and people can listen to – if they can't make it at that time, mm-hmm. then they can listen to it again over the next four weeks because you make it available for four weeks for the duration yeah. of the of the program. But but it, it, there's something really amazing about everybody doing it together with you. And that means that you can respond to what you pick up from all of us in the moment. Mm-hmm. How does that feel – from your end when you're picking us up while you're doing it? When I facilitate, I go into a trance or a trance-like state. Mm -hmm. And because I've been doing it for so many years, I have, I'll call it a script, Mm -hmm. but I know so much of it now and I know what to say and when to say it that I can actually go into a trance. And I noticed, this is so funny, it was about a month ago, I guess, I was doing the first live and I was looking at myself you know, live because it's on your iPad, and I'm rocking. <laughs> I rock, yeah, from side to side when I do the. Nidra. And I didn't notice that because I close my eyes yeah. when I'm doing it, and so I don't see you. I hear you, no. but I don't see you. Yeah, yeah. and and when I try to stop rocking, nope, we got to rock. No, that's that makes absolute sense uh-huh. to me in terms of. I mean, you think, but the, sound the waves most, are like that. Right? <clears throat> they are, but also it's the it's the first movement. If you think about mm. as a baby in the womb, mm-hmm. we are rocked. Mm-hmm. When we are the mom, we are mm-hmm. rocking. Like and mm-hmm. and it's still when I see somebody holding a baby, I start doing this way. Mm-hmm. I, my my ex and I used to joke about it all the time. Oh, we're doing that. We're doing the baby sway. Yes. You don't even yes. have to have a kid no. in your arms to do the baby sway. When it's 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 really. 
deeply ingrained into it's because it's a comfort move, Mm -hmm. and it's meant to lull you Mm -hmm. into calmness, into quietness and gentleness of spirit, and feeling safe. Yes. Yeah. So when I so when I feel those things, then that comes out of my voice. It does. Your voice goes different. It does. I, I've called my yoga nidra voice. <laughs> well, I used to find that when I yeah. was doing like power of suggestion stuff when mm-hmm. I was counseling, but that my voice would go into that place mm-hmm. also. And and you're you're a Reiki master. Mm-hmm. I notice that when I do Reiki on people, mm-hmm. I go into that place. I'm in. I am in. I'm there. I'm completely present, mm-hmm. but I'm in a different state. Yes. And it feels like there's more space between myself. There you go. I love that. I think I'm the sneak. I'm going to have to use that. On <laughs> yeah, one yeah. That's feel a good free. one. <clears throat> yeah. Feel free. We, yeah. all, we all borrow from one another to find better ways to utilize language. <laughs> yeah. So you're – and you, you've been teaching yoga for many years. You've been doing yoga for many mm-hmm. years. Um, how has this added another dimension to your what, – what you do with yoga? Fabulous question. I'll speak to what it does for me personally. So the yoga nidra has strengthened my meditation practice. Amazing. Mm. And my meditation practice has strengthened <laughs> my yoga nidra. Yoga. Yeah. And then both of them together have strengthened my physical practice mm. because what I notice is when I'm doing the practice, I am less and less likely to wander off. Mm. Although, having said that, I do get a lot of inspiration when I'm doing my physical practice, mm-hmm. but that's not the same as my monkey mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. so the key yeah. piece, the key piece is open awareness. Mm-hmm. That really is the, for me. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest gift. When I first started doing yoga, I had a teacher who would take us in really gently, and then work us into the more active parts of the practice, and then she would end with. Um, the Shavasana, and she wasn't she wasn't doing yoga nidra. I think she just didn't know about it at that time. This right. was back in my in that that was in the mid eighties. But there was something I definitely got more out of my yoga practice by going in gently. It was that was she used to call it arriving on the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and and what I find is that what's in my yoga practice translates into my life. That that we we live such a hurry hurly burly um more 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 rush 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 life right now that and and because we all think that time is linear and there isn't enough time and there's not enough hours in the day and etc and i'm speeding up as i say it it's like and and there's something about going into this spaciousness mm-hmm. that lets us get just as much or even more done in the same amount of time there seems by being to be in a different space, and it is it is engaging with something that does bend time. Even yeah. as we were saying yeah. that it, uh, you know, one hour of nitra is three hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. We've just bent time mm-hmm. there, yes. And the experience. So we're learning that time is bendable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw you kind of perk up with that. What did mm-hmm. it make you think? Well, of? It, I remember the story. It was years ago, and I'd done the nitra. And there was one woman, and she wasn't belligerent. She refused to believe that it was an hour. Mm -hmm. She flat out refused, could not believe, and I had to show her the clock. (laughs) She's just like, no, that was five minutes. No, it was 
an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so even yeah. right? Yeah. Even people's experiences they can feel that that slowing down of time, yeah. right? Yeah. Or in, in her case, the detachment right. from time, which exactly. then mm-hmm. you lose your perspective on time and, and thinking that it's smaller or longer, mm-hmm. whichever whichever way it ends up, right? Yeah. Well I've been saying for a long, long time one of the hardest things to teach children is time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for those of you who are just joining us, we're talking to Camelia Rumble who is a yoga nidra facilitator, a Reiki master, a yoga teacher, and a change maker. Yes. I, I'm assigning that to you, that you're a change maker. I because like and, and I feel peace You're part of the tribe. And yes. A peace maker. Peaceful nest maker. Qui- like a, yeah, like a, <laughs> like a quiet nest maker. <laughs> like, like you're making nests for, or helping people make nests in their own heart on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Who do you find... Uh, is most attracted? Who shows up for your for your classes? Women. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say women, probably of a certain age. Mm-hmm. What sort of age are you I noticing? Would say, I would say uh, more mature, mm-hmm. like you know, like forties, fifties, sixties, something like that. Yeah. I don't get a lot of youngins. Um, and you know what that speaks of to me being approaching that mm-hmm. is that's the age when we finally will be reclaiming space for ourselves yeah. and Luca what you were talking about a, a few minutes ago about the the, the hurly burly of society I read something just this morning where somebody was describing exhaustion as this badge of status yeah these days you must in be important because you've got so much to do and so much happening. We need to get to a certain point before we reject that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of us may do it younger, but mm-hmm. then we may also value busyness of body. You know, the the, the emphasis mm-hmm. on exercise and strengthening, and it, it, this is for the mind. This is specifically for the mind. It does impact mm-hmm. the body too, mm-hmm. but it's that cascade effect. And um, I'm imagining that that. Your your clients ha- have an awareness <laughs> of the value of that more so than than the youngins. Uh, they're quite surprised. I often, particularly people who haven't done it before. They're like, "Whoa, <laughs> yes, whoa." <laughs> well, that was me after the first time. Like, what was that? <laughs> well, I even want more. people who really like stuff to be practical. This is really practical. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't it sounds sort of woo woo for lack of a better term? Sure, but. But this, if you're, if you need something that's going to help mm-hmm. you get through your day mm-hmm. or your week or, or get back to your practice or uh, refocus your mind or what, it, like it works. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I, so to me, the, the whole, the, this practice is very um, multi, multi-dimensional right mm-hmm. and we're we're not because you mentioned earlier it's your it's your mind it's your body it's your breath it's your emotions it's your imagination it's your i i feel very much that i helps me to reconnect to my spirit mm-hmm. that yes. if i've if 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 i've kind of been losing my grasp on it over the day yeah. that that and and to me that's my primary place i need to be mm-hmm. connected it's like my plug in the wall is my spirit yeah so the, it it lets me bypass everything and go straight to spirit, and then and then it's like the overflow goes to all these other places. Well, and that the beauty of it is you connect where you need to connect. 
Exactly. So maybe so for you, for it's for like, somebody else, it might right? be different. It could be breath. Yeah. For other yeah. people, it yeah. might be their yeah. nervous system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that, you know, the parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. For some people, it could be they've had a, a traumatic event. Mm-hmm. And so for them, it's learning that they can actually contain emotions or mm-hmm. sensations without um, causing, recausing that trauma. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. actually, they can handle it. So that oh. they can be safe exactly. in their body. Yeah. And they don't need to be as afraid. They know they can handle it, which is mm-hmm. super important. Mm-hmm. They use it for uh, PTSD mm-hmm. with amazing results. Yeah, uh, I bet. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so great to know. Because I know there's, this is there is a real plague in our society right now for people who are suffering mm-hmm. with PTSD mm-hmm. or or complex PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know where we we do not seem to have enough practical interventions that are helping the individuals who are. It's a struggle to go through the daily routine mm-hmm. if you're being triggered and, and sent into these terribly reactive spaces where your body is no longer uh, un- under your control, your mind yeah. even. It's, it's off. And non-pharmaceutical interventions, yeah. right? Yeah. So that you can well, come right back from it. Like, yeah. you and can I, come right out of it. I don't yeah. think there's, any, there's anything even out there where people say that there are any drugs that help PTSD. There's therapies that people are meant to mm-hmm. go towards. Yeah. but The drugs only can, help you to they might suppress help. the symptoms for a little while. Right. They right? might help with anxiety. Yeah. They yeah. might help yeah. with depression. But yeah. um, getting to the root, which getting is where the, the depression yeah. and the anxiety mm-hmm. is coming from, right? Yeah. And if this yeah. reaches down in there, which I can imagine that it does, mm-hmm. um, boy, what a, what a ripe place for exploration mm-hmm. and experimentation yeah. and studying and possibility. Well, there was one person in our group that you said was doing it every day. Yeah, my friend Carol. She's on day 24 now. So what does what has she been noticing? Has she been sharing with you what she's been noticing she has since been, she started? Yeah. And we talk every Friday. She's in the UK. And there was one morning I looked at her and I went, you all shiny girl. Mm. So I could actually, you know, feel her... You know, because it changes. Mm-hmm. I talk about vibration energy, as you do as yeah, well, Luke, yeah. and I Rebecca as well. But it changes your vibrational footprint, if you will, right? So yep. the more you do it, the more you yeah. practice like anything. Mm-hmm. So what she's discovering is that she, it's mostly for her, it's about learning how to cope with stress around a relationship that she's in, right? Mm-hmm. So it gives her that ability to take a pause before something might come out of her mouth. Yes. Before she right. might go into reaction. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. So, and, yeah. and other than that, she just feels fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and isn't that really good enough? <laughs> yeah. We all want to feel fabulous. Right. Pretty much yes. everything and that we And she's getting pursue. a little shot of that every day. Every day. Because I've done it. You, you, you've day. been running it live once a week, and I've been squeezing in one more. I mm-hmm. say squeezing in because I'd like to have a few more of them in there. But, but uh, So I've been having two times a week. Mm-hmm. And I'm confined to home at the moment because my foot's injured. But So I don't know what it would be like if I were just doing my normal Mm -hmm. everyday life. But it's stressful to be Mm -hmm. healing and takes Mm -hmm. a lot of energy is what I've noticed. And since I've been doing this, it hasn't been sucking up 
Yeah. I, like I've been, it's, it's, uh, I'm not feeling drained of energy mm. while I've been doing that. Okay. It's, it's so fascinating because I, I don't really always know the impact that it has on people. No, until mm-hmm. people tell you, right? right? And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, and it's all so different, which is, mm-hmm. which is the magic. It isn't just one thing. I would think it would take some time to show up as well. And especially at the end of a session when you are, by the nature of what you just experienced, very internal mm-hmm. and very mm-hmm. quiet. That's not really a moment where we're going to be spilling the nope. the all the details on what no. it's doing for us. We're just very internally experiencing yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's time for us to play one of your songs. <gasps> Which one are you going to play? Oh, well, I'm bouncing that right back to you. Which one would you like to lead with today? Well, let's do Arvo Per Spiegel und Spiegel. It's... It is the quintessential Shavasana song, <laughs> and it's very slow, super Avril crazy. Pratt, and you know what the great thing about slowly. this is? It's so wonderful to sink your breath to it, hmm. and it makes your breath super slow. Okay. Super slow. Yeah. All right. Let's sink our breath together <laughs> to Spiegel im Spiegel, uh, which was written by Arvo Part, and I don't think I'm pronouncing his name correctly, but we hope he, he will forgive me. <laughs> Thank you. 
we just listened to Spiegel im Spiegel by Arvo Pert. Pert. I think it's Pert. 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 I think oh, he's man. Danish. He has the I two think. dots over the A, and I don't know what to do. In German, this. that makes it an E eh sound. Eh? But okay, Pert. Danish, I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> and then um, we had a beautiful little PSA there that was perfectly timed for all of the things <laughs> as well. A reminder of, you know, the work that we're, uh, sorry, I should mention you're, you're listening to Essential Conversations. And I'm your host, Rebecca, with my co-host, Luca. We're here with Camelia Rumball in the studio. And Camelia uh, is a yoga nidra facilitator. I notice I'm saying nidra now instead of nidra. I'm trying Very to well follow <laughs> what you're saying because you know better than me. I don't know That's how to pronounce these in things. In the original language. Yes. <laughs> no. Yoga Nidra facilitator. Um, she is a Reiki master. Reiki? Reiki. Reiki, Reiki master. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> All of my pronunciations are getting tuned up today. Mm-hmm. And a yoga teacher. And um, while we were describing Yoga Nidra uh, just a little while ago, we were talking about the impact on us mentally. And so when we were listening to the PSA around mental health, um, Camelia was saying, come to me, come to me, come to me. <laughs> but it's, uh, tell me why you feel that way. So he, the so anxiety and depression, we all, you know, there are some people who obviously, you know, are more acute, some have a little bit less, you know, and whatnot. But the yoga nidra, I, I really feel like this healing, it's a healing modality. I'm just going to call it that because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. It is a way, one, it works on the nervous system so that you actually have more resiliency to deal with things that come up in your life, including your emotions, yes? It deals with the breath. Key, key, key for anxiety, key for depression. When you connect with the breath, obviously you connect with the nervous system, but you also connect with pausing. So the breath, when you're in the breath, when you're grounded in the breath, when you're feeling it, the sensation, and we come back to awareness. So that means where are you? Here. Present. You're in the present moment. Now, not to say that present moment doesn't suck, that it's not uncomfortable, but with the breath, there's, there's sometimes a moment where you can be with whatever it is, right? Whether it's sadness, grief, depression, anxiety. And then when we're working with sensations in the body, another way of landing in the body so that you actually get to become a little bit more familiar with what the hell is going on in here, right? What is it What is it that's going on? And then when we work in the imagination, we get to play with the field of possibilities. With, let's face it, sometimes going on a little journey, right? And then... You know, so all these pieces, bits and pieces together create this experience, yes? So that when you're at the end of it, there's hope. There's hope. And hope, we know, does something to the energy system of the body. Um, And the other thing that breathing breath does is gets that oxygen to all the parts of the body Mm -hmm. that all do better. Oxygen is like fuel. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like the jet fuel of the mm-hmm. body. Exactly. And the more we can get that into the cells, mm-hmm. the better the whole organism does. Absolutely. So we're, we don't do well in, an, what do they call it, anaerobic yes. environment. Yes. We need 
aerobic, which is air. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we need more air and the oxygen in the system. It helps us. Yeah. That just reminds me, when I have been uh, experimenting with the, you know, just the YouTube yoga nitras, which I've been hunting out, um, I have sleep apnea. So when uh, I lay myself down, I actually put my CPAP machine on so that I don't end up relaxing so far into the state where I'm not breathing, <laughs> which would be completely counter-effective to what I'm trying to do. <laughs> but that might be a good note for people who are, you know, who might have apnea and mm-hmm. might not stop to think that actually yeah. this might be a good support so that the mm-hmm. oxygen does stay yeah. nice and yep. high while you're doing such a relaxing activity. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I can't. The more I do it, the more I see the effect, the more I do it personally. Mm. It's just like, it's, it's magic, but it's practical. Mm-hmm. And you have a guide, you know, whoever you find. I mean, there, obviously there are many people that you can listen to. Hopefully you might. And everybody has mm-hmm. a different comfort level with different people who do it. Yeah. And it's, I encourage people to go shopping mm-hmm. and find the person who whose voice and whose mm-hmm. philosophy and whose everything fits them best. Yeah. Well, the the lovely thing about doing the online four-week uh, sessions that I do monthly now, I guess, is that there's support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're there, I'm there. And, and we, we can anything. talk about the experience Absolutely. after we've had it and yeah. share it with other people who yeah. are also going through it. And and there's an education component to that Absolutely. because you t- you talk back to us. Yes. Because you're monitoring exactly. it, paying attention. Yep. Yeah. So that, I think the it's one thing to go find something on YouTube. And then there's, for me, it's always about support. Because so, that helps me maintain, right? It keeps me Absolutely. doing it when I'm in a group or I'm held accountable or... You know, I, I commit my money, that kind of thing. So if anybody's interested in getting in on this, because you're just about to start up the one for September, yes. right? Yes. How can they, is there still room, and, and can how can they get in touch with you to yeah, participate? So there's room, and I'm on Facebook under Camellia Rumball. That's right. And I'm also on Instagram under Camellia Rumball. So I'm pretty easy to find. And we're mm-hmm. tweeting all of this out yep. during the show. And if you'd like to connect with those tweets, which will connect you to Camellia, you can find us at EssentialCom, which is Essence, T-I-A-L-C-O-N-V, because Twitter only allows so many characters. And so <laughs> it's Essential So we got chalked Yes. But, silly um, but we are tweeting out, I'm tweeting out quotes and tweeting out links. And um, yes, we'll send oh. a link over to your Facebook page Fabulous. and um, people can connect with you there. Please, yeah. Um, I have a question for you. This healing modality, this this work that you do, this which is a way of you being in the world, really. This is just camellia. Mm. How was this present when you were young? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> or not? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think that this kind of the way that I feel about what I'm doing is never not present. It never hasn't not been present. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think what it showed up in as I was younger was externally directed. So it was about this care, yes, that I that I give, this care, this love, was always about other people caring and making sure they were okay. So I, I basically have been doing this from a very, very young age, mm-hmm. except now I have things called boundaries, which are essential. Excuse the pun. 
essential boundaries. <laughs> yes. So as I, when I was younger, it was obviously present, but I didn't really know how to use um, how to use it for me. Well, you weren't doing self care at the same time because no. it was a concept that no. you didn't know about. Absolutely. Yeah, but I've always I've, I I am a caregiver. Mm. I've always been somebody who uh, loves up people. Mm. I, that's just what I do. Mm. Very well. That's what I do. I go, you know. I've been saying for a long time now to people who are caregivers that it's so important for them to care for themselves mm. first so that they can care for others. And I meet a lot of people, and we've had a lot of people on the show who've talked about this as well, um, people who are um, emptying themselves out mm-hmm. to the point of feeling empty mm. because they're caring for other people and not doing a commensurate amount of caring for themselves. And this is one of the ways that we can care for ourselves. And I remember when I was learning Reiki that the, the first thing we learned to do was do Reiki on ourselves. Because the idea was you got to take care of this vessel in order to be able to bring energy through this vessel mm-hmm. to other people's mm-hmm. vessels. Um, how long have you been doing Reiki now? And and how and I've noticed that you you do some hybrid stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, let's this works and this works. What I wonder what happens if we put them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember you doing Reiki at uh, at a yoga workshop, an afternoon yoga workshop mm-hmm. that you had in the yoga studio that you were running at the time. So th- I know that you're doing hybrid. So yeah. talk to us about hybrid. Well, and I call it commingling. <laughs> I like to commingle things. So a couple of hybrids that I do. So the, the yoga you spoke about was um, I do Reiki and yin yoga. So I facilitate with somebody else who does yin yoga, and there's, I'm actually doing one at the end of September again. So they're, they're hanging out in their yin postures, and I come around and do Reiki Put your on hand them. on their shoulders wherever, or wherever their it's head called. or whatever. Wherever. And, yeah. and they, I'm telling you, man. They melt. They just, oh, my God, they're like vacuums. <laughs> they just <laughs> suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it, it, it's such a lovely you know, pairing. And then the other thing that I do is I do yoga nidra and gong. Because mm. you're bringing in that element of vibration. Yeah. yeah. So, so I have a External gong master vibration. that I work with. So that's in September. Mm. Um, so it's an hour and a half and it's gong and, and yoga nidra. It is, it'll knock your socks off. Mm. And I noticed the last time I went to a gong bath, they called it a gong bath. Yes. That uh, my body was continuing to process yeah. that for a good 10 days to two weeks yeah. afterwards it's because it's like vibrating all the cells of your body Absolutely. and, and uh, massaging them mm-hmm. in essence. And then that makes um, toxins come out of them and it makes us release. Yeah. We get to release and, and exactly. that's like the out-breath. And once you've breathed it all out, then you can breathe some fresh mm-hmm. in, right? Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's fabulous what you can do when you can just put things that never no one has ever thought about doing before. It's like, well, let's just let's try this and see what happens, and it ends up working. Well, so far, it's working beautifully. The so what I'm what I'm now moving into is corporate. Mm-hmm. So tell us about that. Like, yeah. what was the impetus to do that? So I had a um, well aha moment. And it wasn't it wasn't that long ago, and I was like, I think maybe yoga nidra is my dharma, and not really. So, what does dharma translate into dharma for us non yogi people? Life purpose. It's what that's what I'm supposed to be doing. 
So I thought, well, if I'm supposed to be doing this, I need to find different ways of doing this. So I put a shout out on Facebook and a friend hooked me up with Hootsuite. And so I'll be there at the end of September doing a pop-up. And then a few other friends have stepped forward now who work with big companies. And what my intention, my vision is that it would be done at lunchtime, not after work, but at lunch for a little pause, a little break, half an hour. And then they get up and they go back to their work. Refresh, revive, creativity is flowing, breath is flowing. I think we need that. We take ourselves and we put ourselves into an artificial indoor environment mm-hmm. when we're working. Or we're you know outside all day and then we need to withdraw again, right? So this gives us uh, – I, I think it's got to be better than a coffee break. Um, and, you, and you come out feeling refreshed mm-hmm. and able to – to go back and focus more, be more creative, and all those good things that come along with it. So, yeah, it's a a new venture. Mm -hmm. So I keep asking, okay, so if this is going to be a thing, Mm -hmm. where do you go? Yeah, yeah. Where do you go? And when you ask, then you start to get answers. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a a place where, sorry, you were just. Yeah, well, we haven't talked about your gorgeous creations yet. (laughs) The necklaces, which you have. Malas and bracelets, and um, I actually just tweeted out a picture that was one that, uh, of an older necklace. Mm-hmm. You had made it though, right? Yes. Yeah, from many years ago. So this is something that's been in your in your bones for a long time, but there's been quite the resurgence <laughs> and and delightfully so, where you, you're making creations and people are like, "Oh, that's mine." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had that happen for me too. Oh, <laughs> those are mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that. It's I've been doing that one. It's interesting. I've been doing a lot of what I've been doing for a lot, a lot of years. But I think I'm just now taking it on. perfecting it. You know, I'm just like, no, this is, I'm supposed to be doing this, (laughs) right? Um, So the jewelry, it's been, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years, I guess, something like that. And recently, uh, the focus the last two has been on malas. So mala is uh, garland in Sanskrit. And it refers to the 108 prayer beads that are chanted upon or people will do mantra. Mm -hmm. And then there's a guru bead and then there's a tassel. And each piece of this amulet, talisman, Mm -hmm. has a meaning. Mm -hmm. And I've been creating them and making them and designing them and selling them. And it's been quite, it's been quite fabulous to actually create these and I create them with people I very rarely although I did yesterday sit down and just make one I, I, I we, we co-create together so we have a conversation uh, what are they wanting to call in what are they wanting for themselves and then I go away and I do my work my magic do my research and come back and say okay here's what I got for you mm-hmm. And then sometimes, more often than not now, they make themselves. And by that, you mean that they just, you're just intuitively guided to create. And then you put a picture of it on Facebook or Instagram. (laughs) And people say, they, they, I can see the comments underneath. They say, ooh, is that spoken for? Can I have it? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty, I still pinch myself. I'm going, ooh, really? (laughs) Okay, cool. And, and then I call my bracelets arm candy. Not, yeah, yeah. That's my, my yeah. tagline is I, I make arm candy. Yes. So. Yes, it feels that way to me. Yes, it is. It's very, <laughs> it's something very, about very the very necklace, delicious. too, because it hangs around 
Like you made one for me, and I went off on a trip. So, mm-hmm. you, so I got it from you just before I went on this trip. The trip was busy. It it had a lot of stress around it. It had there was a lot going on, and I just had this necklace on. And every time I went to take it off, I couldn't take it off. I thought, mm-hmm. no, no, I can't take that off yet. And I wore it for five days, and I swear it helped me mm. get through that week. And it, but so it goes around the back of the neck, so throat chakra, mm-hmm. and then it goes over your heart chakra mm-hmm. and all the way down to uh, my solar plexus. So it's covering three chakras, mm-hmm. which are pretty essential in terms of all the work that I do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we created that together, mm-hmm. right? We so we sat there, we did exactly what you said. We had the conversation about it, and then you put it together, and yeah. I was. I am in love with it. And mm. there's something about when I put it on, I can feel it. it so the stones have a vibration. You used the word, an amulet before, like yeah, that, and yeah. the talisman, the, the, yeah. it is carrying, yeah. it's like a piece of yeah. armor. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And or, also it is yeah. vibrational, right? So it, so it stimulates. Yeah. It, I was it thinking armor's, armor's not quite the right word because that just implies a but defense. But it can because be it's almost like It can be. Yeah. It's like the superheroes putting on their stuff that gives them the jetpacks, right? So yeah. it's like Hercules it's also putting function. his ring on yeah. to become Hercules. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm yeah, showing I mean, yeah, my I mean, era. It can be, and of course, what the stone that Luke is talking about is called Amazonite. Mm-hmm. Um, and every stone has a vibrational impact, has a vibrational footprint, and that's the part that's util- and that's, and and they're gorgeous. So you have this oh, yeah. beautiful you know, externally gorgeous piece that you put on. And then to boot, it has its own abilities mm-hmm. and gifts, mm-hmm. right? And then, and I'll just say a piece about malaism. And every now and then when you get a mala, it'll break. Mm-hmm. You're done with she it. She narrows <laughs> her eyes when she says that You're because she doesn't done. like it when they break. I don't like it when they break, but sometimes they break for a reason. Uh-huh. I, I would argue that they always break for a reason. They, yeah. Oh, we just may not always know what it means. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. sometimes it's just that they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, maybe maybe wrong. it's so the wrong stone or it's not time to wear it anymore. This makes me think of the intention setting. when you. Uh, what was the phrase? Sankalpa. Sankalpa, mm-hmm. where you were saying you might think you're done with something, but it tells you when it's done. That mm-hmm. sounds similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, that necklace yeah. is saying, I'm not being on you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our work is no done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. And and the the lovely thing is you can program them, program the bracelets, program the the mall. I actually encourage people to program them and cleanse them uh, on a regular basis. And by programming, you mean for people who are thinking electronically, right? So basically, <laughs> yeah. it means holding the piece and um, setting an setting an intention, right? a sun kalpa, holding it in your heart, a sacred intention. Right. Transmitting that into the yeah. into the mala, which <clears throat> I have to take a moment to say that anybody who's listening who feels that that sounds very woo, mm-hmm. it's it is actually something that is done within say therapy mm-hmm. sessions mm-hmm. where we would encourage a client to pick an object to um gra- to anchor something into that object that can be useful for them for the future so it's it's like a reminder yeah it's mm-hmm. actually it's more of a psychological technique mm-hmm. it's not about something just being new agey or woo woo or anything mm-hmm. like this is this is a process um, just as, let's say, you give a special gift to a person. You mm-hmm. choose something because it's meant to represent something that 
that uh, you wish for them or that they remind you of mm-hmm. and you want to give them a special gift, mm-hmm. but it's for yourself. Yeah. And so we we do program. I'm using air quotes now. <laughs> program because <laughs> it's like that could be termed in the electronic <laughs> sense, but it's true. We 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 it, we invest in something. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning and and usefulness and purpose mm-hmm. and um, just like you can heat a rock and then you can put it in your didn't they used to do that for heating beds yes. yeah. use rocks so mm-hmm. you can put a rock into the fire heat it up transfer it into your bed and it'll heat your bed up you're doing the same thing with the intentions with <laughs> whatever the yes, object right. is you warm up your yeah. necklace and then you wear it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I've had some very uh, powerful stories told to me around people that have had my malas. Uh, I think one of the most profound was a woman who was trying to get pregnant. She really, really wanted a baby, and she just couldn't get pregnant. So we made her a fertility mala. She's had the baby now. did the trick. (laughs) (laughs) That was making you feel really good. It's just so... I was going to say, was it triplets? (laughs) No, thank God it was just one. Yes. But but if you think about it, I like your point about it being... um, the psychology behind it Mm -hmm. because whenever I wear a piece when I look at that piece I am reminded ah ah okay that means this that means this so it's like it's like visual Mm -hmm. and then physical and then you've got like like layers yes it's olden days they used to tie a string around a finger right right and you would have to decide what that string was supposed to you representing so that you wouldn't forget, right? We ha- I, I never did that, but I, you know, I think my parents' generation did that. It was a thing that I remember seeing when I was a kid. People mm-hmm. re- make reference to it. Nowadays, we set reminders on our phone, mm-hmm. so this is just an external mm-hmm. reminder, mm-hmm. a physical reminder, an, an alarm clock. It's yeah, a, mm-hmm. you know, a, all all manner of different ways mm-hmm. of reminding will, us of what's important. Yeah, yeah right? people will get an app that they put on their phone that will sound a, a dong or a gong or mm-hmm. something to make sh- sure that they take. time time it, this is all in the same vein yeah, all right same all, vein. all and a lot of the religions and spiritual organizations of the world are doing that kind of thing yeah that, that you know the jews have a have a little prayer scroll that's in, just inside their door and mm-hmm. they touch it when they go in and out mm-hmm. and like it's it's just yeah. reminder. the muslims yeah. regular prayer times mm-hmm. yeah. that are meant to ground them really mm-hmm. ground them ground them into their faith and with each other, remind them what's important. Um, Catholics, with all of the different services, we mm-hmm. we've we've moved away from that so much. Yes, and this is where having creating the the ritual and the and the sacredness. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one way of accessing it. So maybe maybe you don't have a specific uh, set of spiritual beliefs that come with the specific practice. But if you, you feel like own. this is something you want to create because you'd like to have the benefits of what that practice can bring to you because there is a lot of research out there that that does bring benefits Mm -hmm. this is maybe one way of accessing it that doesn't leave you signed up for following all the tenets of a faith somewhere (laughs) well it's based on what you're what you're calling in yeah what you're wanting your heart's deepest desire it's like deliberately saying i want more of that less of that yeah and then not even less of that but always about always about what is it what do you want right yes yeah yes so we've got just a few minutes left. I want to make sure that everybody who's listening has a chance to know where to connect with you and what is coming up for you right. over the next you know, months ahead. Okay. And also, is there anybody that's listening that you might want to hear from? Call, call something in call right something now. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had somebody call out to Michael Buble once on the show. We're like, okay, I'll, twi- yeah. I'll oh, tweet okay. at him. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's, I, I think what I'd like to do is just like a call to action. Mm. So if you're, you know, if you're struggling with something, if you're uh, feeling disconnected, um, what's the other word I want to use? Mm. You're looking for a, a practice that is easy, that is easeful, uh, that you can't do wrong, doesn't take hardly any time at all, then this this is it. This is Yoga Nidra. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram under Camilla Rumball. I have Gong Yoga Nidra coming up September 23rd in North Vancouver. And then September 30th, I've got Yin Reiki at, the, at my Zen Den uh, in East Vancouver. But yeah. So lots of places that people mm-hmm. can find you if they mm-hmm. would like to do that. Yeah. Um, and and they can just talk to you about all, all manner of things. You might do something collaboratively because you like to collaborate. Love to collaborate. Too, right? Love to and anybody collaborate. who's working in a, an organization, yep. in a corporation, absolutely, or, or workshops or retreats, mm-hmm. conferences yeah. could be anything. Retreats I'm completely in an organization would be wonderful. Yeah. I'm wide open. Yeah. yeah, like the sky, deliciousness. <laughs> Yes. Wide open like the, the sky. sky. That's awesome. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Camelia. Thank you. And it, I like the nice, slow, quiet vibe of today. It fits yeah. you. It fits, and it's yeah. just yeah. lovely. <laughs> yeah. Nice, peaceful Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Luca, you are still healing your your foot right I now. I am still healing my foot. But I'm also just about to launch uh, this fall my... Um, intuition incubator uh-huh. so if anybody would like to know more about how to use their intuition it's a year-long program and i'm happy to talk to anybody about it if they want to and i've worked with luca i've worked with luca work with luca <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of what we do is play oh, I was gonna, so, and i almost said yeah. please play yeah <laughs> yes work play or play work yeah yes, that's very yes. true Fantastic. yeah yeah I don't have anything new coming up. I'm just hammering home on all the things that I normally do. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, all our contact information is at the end, so people can find out more about what we're doing on our websites. Yeah. And until next week. I wonder what's around the corner. Essential Conversations is brought to you courtesy of Luca Halleck's Power Sorcerer. And Rebecca Mears, Certified Coach. Increase your awareness, expand your options, empower yourself. Luca can be reached at www.lucahallux.com. I light the fires that light a thousand more. Connect with Rebecca at catchingfire.ca. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep, yep. Oh, 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 Happy, 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 boing, 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 bo